Hey folks, thanks for stopping by Castle, Castle Talk Radio, exclusively on PSN Radio. Uh, tonight I have a, a beautiful guest, a, a guest who I became friends with in another country. And uh, we're, we're going to just talk about just stuff we used to talk about when we drove down Jalalabad Road. And those who are hip will know what country that was. And I will let Ahmed, uh, he was my uh, language assistant and a great one at that. And you'll find that out. Um, he can tell you what he wants to tell you about um, if he wants to tell you things about where he's at and what he does and whatever. And then we'll just go from there because he's the, we used to have long chats going down that road from one from Kabul to somewhere else. So with that being said, I'm at come on in. Introduce yourself, brother. Hello, everybody. Uh, yep. Uh, I was about to James and like 13 years ago, bro, yeah? Yep, 13, 13 years, years ago. ago. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you call him Sir James, you got to be very careful. You're going to make his ego go up because he's going to think he's like British royalty. Uh, no, he years ago. Was, yeah, we were, <laughs> that was a little joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, not thirty, thirteen years ago. That was yeah. We were yeah. We had great times and we had bad times too, Mister James. That is true, my brother. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but that- Keep rolling, baby. You sound good. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, 13 years ago, uh, we met. And uh, you can talk about when we first met. I think you uh, people would like to uh, hear a bit of that because we needed to get a lot of kit for our vehicles. Yeah. And... Uh, that was the first thing we had to do was get the drivers everything they needed in case of emergency for the vehicles. So if you want to tell people how you did that, where you went in Kabul to make things happen, I think people would be uh, astonished at the kind of stuff you actually need in those vehicles. Yeah, because it was... uh... Military mission, yeah, with us. So uh, we need to get uh, so many tanks, really. So many tanks. First, we we met uh, at that the building near the. It's 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 the that that uh, uh, that uh, market near us were uh, by the name of Bush Market. We name it like every people, everybody named that. Market Bush Market. Our our office were there. It's a shop, and we met there first for the first time with the drivers and uh, and two shooters. Then we, we with one shooter and one driver, we got to pick up some stuff like uh, 
we got a jack, we got a pack of, was it, it was a big pack, and uh, we got so many things. Yeah, because because it was a military mission, sir. I'm Sir James, and uh, we we need to get those things, and uh, so many things were we didn't need to. So, of course, we we were have we had a long way, and uh, that was important, I think. And we go to, didn't we go to? Uh, we were two cars. Land Cruiser and uh, Foreigner, I think it was. And uh, we go back to the road and uh, we go to Pineshear. Yeah, our staff was on Pineshear. And uh, that, that was to so many missions. So everybody, if somebody goes to Jalalabad, yeah. Somebody go to the Bamiyan, somebody go to the north, somebody go to the west. Everybody, we go to Pineshear. And uh, it was it was a night that we reached Japan. I think it was night. We got we got a peg out there. Now I'm drinking out there, James. Yeah. I'm drinking out there, and uh, there's a shooter in front of us. I, I don't remember his name. There's a shooter. Then we, then we go inside a pineshear. So another another uh, another guy were there, bro. Yeah, you remember that? Before us, there was Ali and uh, yes. Angel, and yeah, that was uh, another, another guy was before us. And we go there, uh, we we don't have house, we don't have a place to stay. There, <laughs> there was I think that the we we cannot find a place to stay. We were finding everybody talking that one this place. And he said, no, I, I won't give you this place. We give you money, this much money. And they said, no, I won't give you. <laughs> okay, no games. You remember when yep. we go to... Yeah, we, we, we went. Were, yeah, we, we, went, we Yeah. We went to the um, first place we went. There was uh, two guards. One was former Rhodesian guy. The other one was an English man. I remember the Englishman's name he went by. It was Elvis because he liked to do uh, – he, he had his hair cut like in the 50s. And back in England, he would wear a suit and do that uh, dancing, you know, like they did in the 50s. And to like rockabilly type of music. And uh, he was pretty cool. And we stayed there, I think, two days, if memory serves. And we finally went to the mayor's house, I believe, of Pangier. But that night when we showed up, I can't remember the shooter's name either. I think it was Mohammed, because I know the driver's yeah. name was Mohammed. So I think both of them, their names were Mohammed. And um, so we got there, and it blew me away because I knew about Pangier, and I knew that you know there were Russian vehicles, and we hadn't quite reached the Lion's Gate, and we pulled over. And uh, our water bottles, we refilled in the Pangier. And I looked at you, and you're like, it's super great water. And, folks, that water was awesome. Knowing that Russian bodies were rotting still in those vehicles upstream, it was something to think about. But that water was that was a fast-moving river in the Pangier. 
And uh, it was a beautiful night when we rolled in. And then a couple days later, it was the mayor of Panjir's building we stayed in. And remember, they had uh, welded up bars. So if they did get broken into, we had enough time to get our people out once we got our clients. The, are you tracking with all that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we that that after two days we go to the mayor's pension. Yeah, that was the uh, the new mate. It was a new mate, I think, a house or something like it. And we we enjoyed here. That was a good place. And we were so happy to find a place. Yes, we were. Yes, we were. And uh, I'll never forget. Uh, they had uh, and people who don't know military vehicles. One of the coolest military vehicles out there was a Russian Jeep. It's called a Zil, Z-I-L. And the guy, the mayor, it was like a status symbol that people in Panjir either had artillery or tanks in their front yard that were Russian. And all of them, if they were of any stature, had these old Russian Zil Jeeps. And, uh... That was pretty interesting times at that time. You remember that, brother? Before we got the clients. Yeah, yeah, but then the the Panjshir, yeah, it is a place that uh, mostly Russians were fighting with the Mujahideen. At that time, they were fighting with them so much. Like uh, that was in all Afghanistan. Once the fight started, all Afghanistan started to fight. So, in, but in Russia, but in Panjshir, it was so much because uh, some, some, some the, the 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 time that uh, there was a, the, like uh, the, a kind of like president that uh, on the time that were in Kabul, uh, like in the authority, uh, there was a, like another tribe. So the, he showed to every to his own tribe also that uh, he has to he can hit you with the Russian forces and. Uh, well, he can do so much bad to you. You don't have to fight against him. But in, in Panjshir, they, they uh, yeah, you know, uh, sword forces so much. So uh, when I remember, like uh, so many years ago, twenty or after after the Taliban's, like after if you if you see after the Taliban's, in Panjshir there was a lot of military, a lot of military vehicles. A lot of military staffs or like mines or like so many things. I remember my mother, uh, my mother and father, they both are from Panjshir. And uh, my mother was, uh, he was, he was telling this story that uh, uh, when, when uh, they were on the, 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 uh, uh, the planes, like uh, the military planes, the jets were coming. And uh, bombing all the Panjshir, bombing everywhere, and they escape from their houses. And uh, the Panjshir has all the ways to uh, the mountains, so long distance to the mountains. And they escape the mountains from everywhere. They escape the mountains. And my mother, uh, I, I, he he was uh, telling us the story that uh, uh, the the other planes were coming and the. Uh, they, they had some kind of mines, like a, like a, you, you can say like a ties mine, like a, like a plane mine, like a track mine, like a doll mine. Right. They, right. They were, they were, 
training everywhere, everywhere. That if I, that that was not for of course that was not for a, for a, for an old guy, but that was a, for a, for a small little baby or for a small little kid that he has to or he has to catch it and then it will blow. That was that was she was telling that that story that my mother said that we don't know if if we 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 saw some we will go to get it and my mother said no you don't have to get it. Because that's a just a bomb that's mine that blow you. Well, I, I remember the Russians would drop mines, and they would yeah. look like tr- trucks, and they'd look like teddy bears. And yeah. uh, kids would pick them up, and it would kill them. This is back during uh, the Mujahideen's time. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, the reason why they call it the Lion's Gate, for the people who are listening, uh the Russians never successfully invaded Panjir. And it was because of a guy who we actually got there and they were almost done. And I got to, and I know, uh, Ahmed did the same. And so did the shooters and even our clients, which we're not going to talk about their names, brother. Um, we, um, got there when the tomb was perfect. It was beautiful. We all said a prayer for Mas- for Mas- Masood, and, and uh, it was a very beautiful time at that time, and there was a cave right down from the mayor's building, if you remember, and that was the spot where we, if everything went to shit, we were going to go there right out my window. Remember, my window was the one that was almost at ground level with the mountain? Yeah. So that was... Yeah how we were planning on getting our people out if there was a problem. But, yeah, run with it, brother. I just wanted to explain for the people so that there would be clarity that it's not like they were dropping these mines on purpose to kill the kids for the future. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 bro. And they were sending, like, uh, on that time, they were sending so much, like, uh, so much vehicles, so much vehicles. Because the pine share, as, as you remember, James, it has one way, you know, up to the end, it has one way, but it has some, some other, like, a, how, how can we say that? Like, a one way and the other ways to the, the mountains. It's, I don't remember the word for it, but it has one way, and if, if the Russians are like a 20, 30 uh, cars or other big tracks of the Russians were coming, they, they will hit one. And if they hit one, then the others will get off because they, they hear so bad things about the Panjshir, like like the soldiers. The displaces are so dangerous, and if you hit, you have to do it. You have it. But the soldiers were were hit from the Mujahideen side, so they were so afraid, and they they will go everywhere, and they will get, they will get shot like a, they they couldn't uh, fight good, and. Uh, so there was so many, so many. I, if I remember on that time, I was Taliban. There were so many vehicles everywhere. So James, they got them out. FF when when the Taliban get out, and they got all them out of the Panjshir, because there was so much. Like you can you can find so many, so many. And and after uh, there was our house, and uh, if you go our, our backyard, there was two tanks. If you go a little far, there was like a 20 car, like a tongs, 20 like a tongs 
so many kind of tongues that I have never seen upside now and before. I've never seen any kind of so, there were so many of them. So well, I, remember, I I remember this and and I think this is where you were trying to get to. Uh, the Russians were so desperate because they couldn't get through the Lion's Gate. Like he said, it's a very narrow pass. The mountain hangs low over it. Uh, it's a killing field. And so what they would do in desperation was drop, unlike Americans, Russians would drop their tank crews or their armored vehicle crews out of aircraft, out of Antonovs. And they would drop them into the river so that they could have maneuver room because Panjir is a very narrow valley and it's very beautiful. It grows some of the best food I've ever eaten. And um, we'll talk about the markets a little later maybe. But the interesting thing is out of desperation, they were dropping them into the flipping river and those people were getting killed and the Panjiris just left the bodies in in the vehicles, and am I lying about that? No, 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 bro. Yeah, most, yeah, yeah, they were doing that. Yeah, bro. Yeah, they were, they were, they were just dropping. Trying, yeah. Yep, they were just trying to get maneuver room so they could maneuver because there is only one way in and one way out, and the other way out is to go through China, and Russia and China did not have good relations at that time. Yeah, the other ways are Russian, Russia and China. Yeah, so the, the, what the, the thing that you said before, yeah, the, the guy that, big guy, I can say that, that, that was fighting with him, it was Ahmad Shah Massoud. Yeah. At, on that time, it was a gorilla. Yep. This is a general. This is a marshal. This is doing that. This is doing that. But in fact, he was an ordinary guy and, uh, he was uh, like a, on that time he was like a 20 years old and uh, like, a, like he started fighting with him at that time that nobody can nobody want to do that but he started the first um, some other other province started like a Herat province first of the time it started and uh, they blew all the people ordinary people they killed like a like a 55,000 people in one day. They did they did it bad and uh, everybody started fighting against them. Uh, I'm not sure Masood was fighting against them until the, the end of the Taliban American forces came uh, to Afghanistan. I'm not sure Masood was, yeah, he was for uh, sure that he was uh, talking, fighting with uh, the Russians and he, like, like, uh, fight them so bad and slapped them, like, like you can say. And fight uh, with the Taliban, so the Taliban forces take all the places, but only some places. I remember when uh, that time that the Taliban were camped uh, to, uh, to the near the Panjshir, to the, the gate. Yeah, we remember the, that time that it has a narrow gate. Yeah, bro, and uh, it has one star. Oh yeah, that, that, oh, that yeah. gate that that place has one star. Star, and they take everywhere. Everywhere taller ones, oh, but start stand on the on that place on the start of the, that that narrow valley. So the Taliban's were stand here for so long that they cannot enter the Panjshir. So uh, Masood 
take a strategy on that time. I remember that they were uh, that everybody we, we were inside the pension. Everybody was escaping. You cannot escape even. They don't have the way to escape. And uh, they said the Taliban will come inside, and that's so, so a bad time. And uh, they said some bad things and uh, to us, to everybody. So you have to do something about the women's and uh, the women's has to take guns and that, that was a bad time. But Masood know what to do on that time. When everybody uh, didn't have hope, Masood did a strategy that all the Taliban were come to that narrow place to get inside, to get inside the pension. All the Taliban. Masood did what? When everybody came to the narrow, then Masood all started all the forces and, and uh, you know, surround them, surround them, all of these these Taliban, like like a, I can say that, that 20,000 20, Taliban were there. And uh, that was a bad time for them, for all of them. And uh, they all, they, 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 I can say that it killed them all, Taliban, that they want to get enter the, the Panjshir. And I, I have to tell you that uh, what, what, uh, Taliban wants to do with the Panjshir, so that was so bad because we know that what they did to Parwan or the Shamali, that uh, it was the, the place that uh, after Panjshir, this is the place they burn their houses, their trees, they get their 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 their, their, their they, they kill everything and they burn everything out there. It was a beautiful place. If you see that, you said uh, like a. Uh, it was it's just it's like a, everywhere is like a green, beautiful place. But they burn all of it, all of it, and uh, that that was the, the, what they want to do with the pressure. But they, Ahmad Shamasud was there to, as uh, to defend so many people because the the, the other people there that. that uh, Shamali people were all also in the Panjshir. The other provinces, most of the people, like the leaders and everything, everybody come also to the Panjshir. Everybody was the Panjshir, not only Panjshiri people, but so many peoples like from other tribes and tribals. Like that. But Masud was a great, uh, you know, we can say commander. He was a great commander at that time that defend all of the. Yes. Yes, brother. And, and uh, what I remember about Masood, and a lot of Americans don't know this, uh, Masood, uh, and what he's saying, Amir Shah Masood is the man's yeah. name. And Ahmad he, Shah Masood, yeah. Yeah. And he was known as the Lion of the Panjir. And he was a regular man who stepped to the defense against the Russians and against the Taliban. And the interesting thing was the day before 9-11, most people don't understand this, on 9-10, the Taliban tricked Masood and sent in people that were from, quote-unquote, Al Jazeera, the Emirati um, newspaper and and television stations and stuff. And... uh, he believed them, and they smuggled a bomb in a um, camera, and they assassinated 
Masood. And then 9-11 happened for us. And uh, people can remember that day, think about it what they will, but I do not think there's a coincidence in that because everybody in Afghanistan respected, no matter where you went in whatever province that I've been in, you would find people with Masood's picture hanging somewhere. And uh, he was the one person that could have united the Afghan people to stand. If you know what I mean, brother? Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. It was the one that, uh, like, uh, like we have five or big tribe, tribes in Afghanistan. But this is a big, the big thing, you know? Like, all the tribes was what them, with him. Like on on the on the fighting times that the tribes one tribe was on our side, one tribe was the other side, one tribe was the other side. But you know, on on the, on the end, they all come with him. They all have to come with him, and they respect him so much. Like uh, up till now, the leader, like we can say, Dostum, uh, like it all like we have become martial in these days, and uh, he also he always says that. He was our teacher. He was our commander. And uh, he is from another tribe, but he says that. Like uh, Sayof, if you see, has a big bear in Afghanistan. That I was, I was a, he was a big commander, too. He was from another tribe, Shtun tribe. But he also was a commander of Masood at that time. He was all his, 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 his everything was from Masood. Like, uh, like we can say from Azaras. It was also with the Masood. He was fighting with the Masood, was with the Masood. And uh, like, Su was a Tajik, but the other tribes were with him too. And uh, if you if you if you see the other, if you go to the, the other side of the, the, the Afghanistan, you can see, yeah, most of the people will say, yeah, because they're illiterate people and they don't know so many things about the world and about yourself and so many things but most of them that they know if you ask them to say yeah he was like this kind of man this kind of man this kind of man. he was a good man and say uh, he was fighting for all afghanistan and uh he was like like he he, he only his only want was to wish was to get out of afghanistan it was a united afghanistan the problem that afghanistan have right now this getting to to parses again to parses. We're getting divided right now. And oh, it's, it, it's happening in the U.S. too, and in Europe, uh, brother. Um, it's what they're trying to do. It's politics, bullshit, whatevs. But the one thing I am certain of, you know, I've met, and I know we talked about this, Dostum at one time. General Dostum, the first person who died was at Kali Jungi in the prison uprising, and that was Michael Spahn. He was the first KIA, and he was a CIA field operator. <clears throat> and, um, you know, that was when a lot of people have a short-term memory. I don't, unfortunately, on this. Um, um, that's when Robert Young Pelton, a photojournalist who I knew, He's the one who filmed the American Taliban, Johnny Walker Lind. 
and uh, it made it to the media here in America that Americans were even fighting for the Taliban. So, you know, these are truths. And um, I'm glad we're on talking about this a little bit. You know, I'm glad that our these are the kind of conversations me and Avent would have all the time because he was young when I met him. Not young, young, but what were you, 18, 19, 20, something like that, brother? Yeah, I was like uh, 21, maybe, yeah, 21 or 22, like that, bro, yeah. Yeah, the time I was 22, yeah, bro. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, he, he's it, – it was funny looking at your picture, bro, uh, from your last picture when you were at the gym and shit. I'm like, dude, you looked, you looked like I looked when I was in my 30s too. <laughs> and it made me laugh, bro. I was like, shit, I didn't even look like that. Well, I was – I started to get a, a little bit of a gut, I think, before I met you. But, yeah, dude, it was like, I was like, awesome. But, yeah, I mean, we had, every time I've gone to Afghanistan, I've tried to get back to Panjshir. There's two places in the world, and they're violent places and can be. But I know two oases in two separate countries that I can honestly walk in and be safe. One is in Afghanistan, Panjshir. And the other place is in Iraq, and that's Al-Qut, Wasit Province. So mm -hmm. Panjshir Province and Wasit Province, those two provinces, you know, I've been able to maintain an awesome name in because what did I, what, did, what was my first philosophy? I didn't yell at people. I didn't act like an idiot. I just, we got shit done, right, bro? We got shit done. Everybody lived, right? Yeah, bro. That, but but I can I can tell you, bro. That still they remember you. Most of the that guys that were on the on the mayor house when we go, still they remember you. He said that, that guy, that that guy was always laughing and uh, they could talk. They would talk about you that the moves that we were doing. Sorry, if you remember, and uh, you know that that you were talking with them. Like mostly our friend, yeah, Andy. He was he was not talking with them, and he was like a like a like a getting himself like like acting like another kind of acting. But you, they, they still remember. They always ask about you. Wow, that was that was, that guy was a great guy, because the the Pine Share people, like you know, they're friendly people. If anybody comes around, the, 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 uh, like example, we can say that their enemies that yesterday were their enemy was their enemy. Like today, if they go to Pineshire, they won't say anything. Like like oh, thousands of them are coming. They didn't say anything for anyone because they're they're so uh, like a friendly people, and they still remember you. <laughs> so sometimes it's like good year, and they they ask about this. Yeah, brother, it's it was a beautiful place, a beautiful people. Um, but you find that all over the world, you know. Yeah. And 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 that's something I think is missed by a lot of Americans uh, because they just don't travel. You know, college teaches something, and I know you went to college and everything. 
but it doesn't give you the knowledge of another foreign country until you actually put your boots on the ground, your feet there, and you shake hands yes. with the people. There was an old Arab saying I learned in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia during my first war. Uh, it was a it was an Arab saying, by the way, and it said, "I never trust a man unless I can smell his breath." And what that meant was that you actually met them in the in the meat space, the real space where we operated in. And um, yeah, there was a lot of equipment we bought that we didn't have to use. Thank God for that. But <laughs> um, guess what? If we needed it, we had it, didn't we? Yeah, we 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 bought a jack. I, I remember that jack. We bought a jack for the car, yeah. That that yeah, that, that that jack was like a twenty tons for for a big tracks. We got that. What are we doing with this? This is a little car. Well, I, if that stayed in one of the vehicles, the chase vehicle, but yeah. Uh, yeah, we had we had four vehicles total. On the march on election day, and at that time I was working, and so were you, for Democracy International. So you know, everybody can talk all the shit they want, but you and I saw the truth. Remember, our clients were being so serious about monitoring the election, and I walked up to one of them after that person. Like I said, we're not using names, and we're at the female voting area. And she was talking to you, and she asked, what did he say? And you're like, oh, he just said he got done voting there, and it's only for females. And she's like, well, that's that's a crime, and this, that, and other. And remember, she called the police chief over, and he listened to her. He spoke English, and you told me what happened, and I'm like, it's time to leave. And remember the uncles, the aunts, the mothers, the brothers, everybody was coming out, and I'm like, this is going to get bad. We need to leave now. And we jetted, but that was at that one polling station. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, we were, yeah, one polling station, we were good here, and that was our, yeah, we were fine. Uh, we were going at the other, other places we were going, the other sides. We were going with, uh, I was with uh, that client, with that lady, a good lady. Yeah, that was a good lady, good guy. And uh, we were going in every in every woman places because it's a Muslim country, and uh, they won't let you with your woman. And, um, they won't let your man to with your woman, never. But when I was going, and so with so many of them. But in that side, they said, "No, you don't have to go there." It's okay, I'll go there, and. Uh, I don't know what happened out there, and then we get angry. We have to get out of there. Yeah, with a police guy. Yep, that was the that was the truth. And and luckily, as I gave them the come to Jesus moment the night before, and I do remember those guys awesomely because yeah, I was training them, and uh, we would talk, and uh, I. I I just have so many awesome memories of that time. That was probably one of the most unique jobs I've had because it was so, it was, it, I, I pulled it off perfectly. You know, I planned, yeah. 
And then Andy Deemer got to execute it because I just said, well, you're going to be, you know, TL. I'll just be 2IC. Let's see what the, what goes on here. Because, you know, I always said you train the person to take over for you. And if you want them to take over, you know, I was asked, do you want them to take over or not? I said, take it over. I'll I'll do the two IP thing, man. You remember all that, so these yeah. things happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You trained him. Yeah, we were always training. Yeah, after that uh, evening, we were training the, the, that shooters, the drivers, how to drive, how to get back, how to get, get the distance, and uh, talking that you how what you have to say on the, on the radio and. Yeah. yeah, you were you were working on them, and that that they were all like a the that that shooters that the first yeah, I met is a good one. They were like uh, their heads were like down, like like they couldn't do anything. But after you 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 tell them that you have to this, you have to this, you have to this, they get energy. You just ah, yeah, you're <laughs> so strong, guys. That shooters. They honestly were awesome dudes in their own right. And, uh, you know, I, like I said, I have nothing but mad love and respect uh, for that time. It was a very, it was a very interesting time. I mean, I remember the one time we were in, um, you might not have been with me. This might have been before I met up with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was because we didn't have clients yet. Then we weren't going to pick them up. I think I met you a couple days before we did client pickup. Yeah. And uh, we were doing a um, a site survey in Kabul for the place we were going to have everybody stay at, and that was the Intercon, the Intercon Hotel. And, uh, yep, and Intercontinental, yep. And so me and another guy wrote up, this is probably where they're going to hit if they're going to hit it. And, you know, we made a plan in case our clients were there. Cause you know, that's where we had to pick them up. And, uh, this is old. So it's, you know, whatever it is, but bro, we filed that in with the, uh, site security manager, all this stuff that we documented and stuff got destroyed. I know it did, but the funny part was, when the intercon got attacked, remember that was only months after we yeah. dropped off clients. They uh, came yeah. up the exact way where I said, this is where they're going to hit. And it wasn't the easy way. It was the hardest way. If you remember that hit and they burned down the intercon, you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Our house was under that. Intercon, uh, we 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 can see that when the when the helicopters were coming and the blowing, that the fighting and the, the firing of the helicopter would do at that time. I, I I remember still that time. That was those. Yeah, we have seen a lot of them, but that was it was big, so big, like like a six hours fighting. They were they were six for six hours. They were fighting. That's true. That's true. And uh, another uh, thing that I, um, yeah, was 
was two of my friends on that on on that day on the entry corridor. Two of my friends. They were they were they were one of them were inside and the other was outside of the yeah. When he first uh, uh, still if, if on that time when uh, he he tell his story, like I'm I'm getting shocked. Like who? For the first time that uh, he said that, that was that was some some kind of fires. He said what what those fires? He was uh, sitting at the backyard at the uh, around it by that there was a place a, a restaurant surrounded by that uh, pool house out there, and th- he said that a guy came in like a, like a big guy like a turban a white turban in his head and a white uh, clothes and a white uh, shoes and he has a big like a, we say for it pika a big uh, big gun big gun. And uh, it's it's magazines after after him. His magazine was coming after him. And when he came in and and to the in the that area and he killed that. Uh, I'm sorry, did you say that that killed that? Uh, there was two guys, that musician and the other guy that making ice cream, killed the ice cream. Then he fired us. He fired so much on us, and everybody get uh, themselves like uh, there was a. Two floor, they're getting themselves down. Everybody escaped, and he said, "I cannot escape. I go out out there. The there was a little place, and he go out. I get there, and there was two polices. He said that there, there was one guy. He was fighting. The two police, they both had guns, like collision goes. They don't want to, like, they don't want to fire on that guy because they were so afraid. He said they, they were shocking." Fire on that, and the other guy was inside the intercontinental. He was also t- talking about a time that uh, what 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 he did on that time that saved himself. Uh, he was like uh, hanging himself from there. You know, we see that they're coming, like they're going. So when they say when he said that they came there to get uh, out of our like. Uh, that uh, room, we say we hang ourselves from the window, but no one is inside the room. They have to be make make sure. Yeah, he said like like that, and the other guy saved himself by the uh, going back. Yeah, that that was a big, that was a big attack of the Taliban. They did like a, there there was so many foreign guys who coming here and must they must have a. Very high security, but uh, they get inside and they blow everything. That's the truth, brother. And uh, they brought up RPGs from that where you said the restaurant and pool were. Mm -hmm. It's so amazing. I came back there uh, three years, two years later on my birthday, by the way. I think I messaged you on. the social media site we both share. Yeah. And um, I said I was going to be in Kabul. I think you were in Panjir, and I was only going to be there for a couple days. And I saw how they rebuilt the Intercontinental. And it, in some ways, it looks the same because of the floor plan. 
But in other ways, it looks totally different than it did back in the day. Um, but, yeah, they came up by the pool with RPGs and started hitting the hotel. Um, everything I thought would happen happened, man. And uh, I'm just glad it didn't happen with our clients, honestly. I mean, I disagree with one of them. You know, he is who he is, and that's his business, not mine. But our other client, you and I both think highly of because she, we disagree completely politically, but she was a decent human being. I thought that the other guy was, but he proved himself to be something other than that, my brother. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and like I said, we, I don't want to talk about names because that's, I just don't do that with clients. Just like I'm, you know, talking with you, right? You know, I I just don't believe in revealing names to everybody. But you and I both know what happened. So, but yeah, it was a beautiful day when we all went out to, uh, I hate to go back to Masood's tomb, but that was a powerful day for all of us. And then we had to go back another time and, all of a sudden, I became famous in Panjir because I got captured on Afghan television. And uh, they had a picture and video of me. Everybody was telling me, oh, I know who you are. And I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, I was blown. And uh, But you remember that? <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah. So they get so- your your, your- you pick on video, sir. But that was that was not not blowing, sir. <laughs> no, that was that was so. In 2012, when I went back to Kabul, I had three people come up to me and say, "What are you doing?" <laughs> they remembered me. I was like, "Jesus Christ, dude! I can't get over it." Uh, it's just some funny shit from back in the day, but uh. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, if there's stuff you want to talk about, we still have another 11 minutes. Please talk about whatever you want. If you have, like, websites or anything that you're doing, because I know you're busy. I know you're doing a lot. But uh, any businesses you want to promote in Afghanistan for people like me that might go over there and, and need to do things? We all know about Bush Market. Bush Market is an awesome place, and what a lot of people don't in America don't realize is you can buy more American kit at Bush Martin Market uh, than even some special forces troops will have because what they do is they blow up the supply truck somewhere on the road, Jalalabad Road or something, and they steal everything out of it, and it all ends up at Bush Market. And uh, <laughs> so that's how we got a lot of our kit. And you run with that, brother. Yeah, yeah. Bushwick is a is a big market, and it has like a, so many staffs on it, like from everything, like clothing and uh, everything for each. It it's because they say for that place, Bush Market, because they uh, get so many of those staffs from the military bases. So that's why they say Bush Market for that. It, it was from that time that they named it. And from steel, it's a bush market. And, yeah, everybody is, like, going there and uh, taking staff from there. 
Now the final night that that we all met. This is great. Uh, the folks out there will enjoy this one. Uh, me and some bros of mine, we were all heading out to, uh, I believe we went to the Sizzler and then we bounced to, this is in Kabul. This is after we dropped clients off, by the way. And then we went to end the night. Uh, we went over to, um, oh, uh, Gander Mac, the Gander Mac, uh, cafe, bar, grill, whatever you want to call it. And, uh. That was that's a good time because dudes like me, we all get together. But you came up with my shooter, and because we were flying out the uh, day after, but it was the last day that we could all get together. And you guys came up and spent time with me and Andy, and uh, everybody was wearing suits. It was just such a funny thing and yet i was dressed like the bum i am because you know i never dressed to impress and uh so was andy and uh we were just having a blast talking in our room with you guys and uh we got paid you guys got paid i think that night yeah really good pays it was good pay wasn't it brother <laughs> and uh yeah we, we 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 got some money out of that one baby and uh it, it was just an awesome time and uh anyways just tell a little have you gotten married do you have kids what's going on with you brother i hope so uh, no, bro. No, I'm not. Not uh, she married because yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm engaged, and uh, my fiance she is in Canada. I told you that I was sending it back, but still, but I I, I didn't remember it. And right now I remember that. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, she is in Canada right now, and hopefully, I'll get there. Canada, I don't know when, but I'm not still married, no. Well, if Canada wants a good immigrant, you're the immigrant for them because I can verify that you are a, just an awesome dude. So, and you're not you're not a part of the problem. You are the end of a problem by because you don't tolerate the nonsense, and you are quick. To let me know, hey, this is what just happened. You need to know. Um, these are things that are vital. And I think people don't understand, especially in the West, I think we don't. We fail to understand that we can't talk down to people. I call it hillbilly, and you heard me say this back in the day. Hillbilly talk. I talk plainly. I can throw out college level flowerly words you know this mm. uh but i prefer to just speak plainly because anybody can understand it and it's it doesn't impress somebody to use those kind of words when you can just speak truthfully truthfully and plainly and not lie and that was a big problem i saw with a lot of people Back before that day and after that day, 
and it's about being real with people. And in the end, we all live on this big blue marble, and uh, we should somehow coexist, but there's always the assholes in every country that want war. And uh, that's a, a, a sad thing, and unfortunately, yeah. you and I have both experienced that, first up close yeah. and personal. Yeah, bro, yeah. Yeah, so, so, so for us, mostly for us, bro, like we in Afghanistan right now, the situation, it's, it's so hard for us, yeah. For us, it's so hard. Like, uh, like we, we got some, so we cannot... We got some people here by the name of Taliban that they're like always want to fight and always want to kill and they they doesn't have anything else except killing killing people and uh, like like in these days that the American forces will leave Afghanistan and uh, you know they're they're getting near to Kabul city and they want to kill everybody like they say we have to do this we want to do this like yeah it's just a, a big thing for we, we are very sorry for those people that uh, they want to kill people that does 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 how how they came to our minds that we, we have to kill this one we have to kill this one like if you if you say he isn't he's your he's your muslim yeah he is muslim your brother if you say that he is from your country, yes, he is from your country. The, 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 the reason for the first time was that we, we are fighting with the, yeah, like American forces. Like, right now, American forces want to leave Afghanistan and mostly like a, like a 60% leave Afghanistan right now. And right now, they're also again attacking and attacking, attacking and forcing the like Kabul city and everywhere else. So the, 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 now we, we can understand that it's not about, it was not about the American forces, but it was not about the other things that they say. It's all about the, the power, the money that they want to have, the money from their opium. And uh, for, for their opium, for the money, they want to kill people. That's so sad and so bad. And we're first sorry for them, for these people. And in every we're in the in this yeah in this world that uh, so many people like like they stand they fight they want to kill people we we are we are all sorry for everybody for all of them it's it's not a good thing you know but by the name of the religion by the name of the race by the name of anything that you want to kill people. This this, this 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 life is like we say this life is two days like two days. And, and uh, if if you say that you're a Muslim, then you cannot kill anybody. You cannot kill anybody in no time. Yeah, if they attack you like straightly, they attack you, you will kill you. You can you can you can defend yourself. But in, in, in order in order to get. That, that that these people, ordinary people, local people, they, they cannot harm you, they don't want to harm you, and you kill them because of nothing, and, and, and that's so sad, bro. And, uh, and last, I, I, I can tell you that in Afghanistan, the situation 
and uh, by the, uh, the American forces are getting out of the country right now. They're getting NATO forces, they're getting the forces out. The situation is getting so much bad. Like, like I can say, so much bad. Like a, that well, brother, uh, army that we have, they cannot control it. It's, it's getting so bad right now. Well, well, brother, you and I talked about this that yeah. night with the, yeah. with all of my shooters and everybody. Yeah. And I said, guys, whenever the U.S. leaves, you need to watch out for retribution killings. That means it's senseless. It's insane. It doesn't. It, it, it's not going to be right, but this is what happens in every one of these things in my experience. And I knew it was going to come as soon as the U.S. left. And uh, that power vacuum has to be filled. I think with General Dostum being president, there may be a shot that you guys might stabilize a little bit. But remember the old adage that Afghanistan's always lived by. Uh, those who own Kabul basically own nothing because Kabul doesn't control anything in reality. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Right now, it's we can we can see that. But right now, yeah, the Kabul has the presidency, the ministries. They say we have all the forces. But yes, bro, you're right, bro. They don't control anything because the the, the Taliban are getting everywhere. And uh, right now, the tribes are, you know, getting out and they say we have to defend ourselves. And right now, we're going like, like, a, like, a, it's up till now, the forces themselves, not an American forces, not getting our country. Right now, the fighting between the races, between the tribes, is starting again, and it's so bad. And like me, that I'm a, I'm a not a military guy. I, I can't, uh, I can't handle a gun. Like me, I have to take a gun and start fight. They, they force me to do this. I have to do this. They force me. They force everybody to take a gun and fight and die. Well, like, well that. Well, no, uh, I think you forget when I was training them, I also would bring you over and show you some things. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, I was impressed. You, I, you sell yourself a little short. Uh, you can do it. You can survive. We'll talk another time because we're going to run out of time. And, uh, but you know, my prayers and love is always with, the people who I know, who I care about, who I worked with. And that's all I care about. And it's Thank because you. of those people that I still exist. I mean, you know this. Without you, I wouldn't have known what was going on around me. Because do I speak Dari? No. Do I speak Pashtun? No. I speak Arabic. But Arabic, it's a long way from the Arabic world to goddamn Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, man, uh, have faith. Yeah. And 
you know, just enjoy life because you're not the only nation state. You've laid out, when you say tribe in America, that would be like people in small towns and stuff like this. Yeah. It's fairly similar to your experience, but we're witnessing a division in America also in the same way, where they divide among the races. This is communism 101. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're doing it with you guys again. The Russians may not have beat you then, but that's how they're going to try to do it to you now. And the yeah. Taliban are ignorant because they only read one book. Uh, they, they, hmm? they don't read that book too, bro. They, oh, I know. Most of the time, if, 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 you, if the, the guys asking them that you say only your kalima, that it's like a Five word. They don't know their calamas the basis of Islam. But their name is Mullah, like the one that he knows everything about. <laughs> no, they don't know nothing, bro. The, the problem is, yeah, they're, they're all ignorant. Most of them are ignorant. Most, that, that's the problem. Ignorant is big problem, bro. Ignorant is big problem. This is our, our main, like everything that their mullah and their leader says, they say, yes, he is true. Tell these people, yes, this is true. Like I can, I can tell you, bro, that, uh, that, that uh, there was one, the, the other guy talking on TV, that his name is uh, Mullah Abidi. He was talking from Los Angeles. And uh, he was, he was saying for a toddler from the TV that, uh, that he was saying for the Taliban that, uh, yeah, you're getting near to the, uh, to the, uh, doors of the haven. And like, like, you can say that the Kabul. And you have to kill everybody that come before you. He was talking from Los Angeles and he was saying for the Taliban that go inside the Kabul and you have to kill everybody. Because they're they're like that, they're like this. We are very sorry for their their, their leaders, for themselves, for ever all of them. Yeah. And thank you, bro. Thank you for everything. Thank you, Abby. Had a great time, bro. Like uh, I I worked with so many, you know, Australian guys, you know, American guys, British guys, Irish guys, uh, Canadian guys. I was with, with, with so many, but you know, but uh, but we are still friends. <laughs> we are still friends, and you know, we love you, bro. We all love you. I know and, that, uh, brother. This, this Just... world needs, like, you know, the people, the guys like you, bro. That always a smile and uh, the good people, good people, you know. Yeah. Well, j- just remember one thing: ignorance can be fixed. It takes time, but stupid is forever, and stupid is a state of mind that one chooses. And, and um, you know, so I know they're ignorant. You know they're ignorant, but it can be fixed. So just don't be downhearted over it. Anyways, we'll talk about this offline because this is something that's uh, we'll we'll have to talk more in depth on this, me and you, and maybe you'll be back on the show because I I've enjoyed it, and I don't know, Angel, did you enjoy meeting Ahmed? Rock on, great time.
Awesome. With that being said, folks, Ahmed, thank you for coming in. Uh, I'm going to have to close out the show now. Well, you know, it's reciprocal. I love you too, brother, and I mean that. without, With no compunction saying that. Um, folks, and as uh, we Cubanos like to say, mi casa su casa. That's right. My house is your house, baby. That's right, in Spanish. And um, so with that, folks, thank you for stopping by Kaiser's Castle. Uh, thank you for sitting in my big orange seat, grabbing yourself a coffee, tea, soda, and or adult libation. As I slowly raise the drawbridge as you meander on out of Kaiser's Castle. With that being said, shuff out. Mm-hmm.